Hello and welcome to Walking the Earth podcast. I'm Mike Margulies today in Chiang Mai, Thailand, joined by my friend, backpacker, and author, Natalie. What's up, Natalie? <laughs> Hi, what's up? I'll, uh, I'll give Natalie a proper introduction, though, in a moment. Uh, I just want to make a quick shout-out, though. Um, if you haven't seen it yet or heard it yet, uh, I actually did a guest spot recently on another show called Peace Propaganda, uh, their 22nd episode. Um, and uh, yeah, I think if you enjoy this show, you probably will definitely enjoy that episode and their show in general. Um, a lot of their themes are tied in with a lot of the themes of backpacking. You know, they talk about living free, um, which is, I think, what backpacking is about at the end of the day. Um, so definitely check out Peace Propaganda. Um, and on that note, actually, uh, our show, Walking the Earth Podcast, has issued a challenge to Peace Propaganda. Um, we're having a nice little friendly bet for the month of May on who can get the most votes on podcast land. Uh, so for the month of May, it's if we're competing with them and the losing team uh, has to sacrifice up to three minutes of their show. So if we win, we get to take over Peace Propaganda for uh, two or three minutes. And if we lose, they get to take over our show for a few minutes. Uh, so we're trying to, to win this competition. So if you uh, aren't familiar with Podcastland yet, check them out, podcastland.com. Uh, please vote for us, Walking the Earth Podcast, so we can win this bet in the month of May. Uh, now with that, uh, Natalie here, uh, I guess we met a few days ago, yeah. um, maybe a week or not, not quite, here in Chiang Mai, yeah. wonderful Chiang Mai, which I'm stuck in again <laughs> for the third time. <laughs> um, and I guess we got to talking just now about, I thought it was really neat what you're doing, uh, basically being an author mm-hmm. while traveling. Yeah, that's and, the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, as I think there's a lot of ways to figure out how to support yourself yeah. right, while traveling. Definitely. It's a process, of course. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. It's not an easy one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's pretty cool because obviously you're traveling, you're meeting people all the time, you're exposing yourself to new cultures and food and music and... Uh, yeah, you get a lot of inspiration. So, you know, I've met a lot of people who aspects of them will definitely be in my future books. And yeah, I think if you're a writer, like a travel writer, blogger, podcaster, author, whatever it is, like backpacking is probably the best way to get life experience and to have something to talk about on whatever platform you choose. So Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, you just... I think you nailed it right. Yeah, you're just exposed to so many new different people, yeah. ideas that you... Yeah, it's just inspiration mm-hmm. for any creative yes. endeavor you're doing. Yeah, that's right. So and it kind of helps itself. So you're backpacking and mm-hmm. get these creative ideas, and then you can use them yeah. in the creative work you're doing. Yeah. In your case, uh, writing books. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, in turn, hopefully eventually can uh, support the endeavor to backpack in the first place. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the, the ideal at the end would be to write and to sell a few copies and to you know i'm i don't need to earn enough money to take a plane somewhere but if i can get a pad thai (laughs) yeah yeah then that's that's enough for me it's um it's not necessarily about the money it's about you know doing something and wanting to share it with the world or as far as you can get really so yeah and traveling meeting people speaking about what you're doing it's sort of tapping into a group of people that you wouldn't necessarily be exposed to back home 
Yeah, I have yeah. like the exact same aspiration as you. It's yeah, like the idea yeah. is doing creative <laughs> stuff while traveling, yeah. um, such as this podcast, whatever, mm-hmm. other, and eventually find a way that doing the creative things yeah. that I enjoy yeah, right. can support it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's not about uh, you know stockpiling a whole bunch of cash. Yeah. You're not, I'm not trying to be like some famous person, mm-hmm. musician or podcast or whatever. No. Mm-hmm. But you want just enough to get by yeah. and live a modest lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. If I can get a mojito, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's a, it, what's beautiful is it's, it doesn't take that much. It, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't. I think I found that sort of being, you know, having the backpacker lifestyle when you're writing, you're so in the moment of what you're doing that it can be really difficult to kind of just sit in front of your computer and actually write. So, and I, I don't keep a notebook or anything. I probably break all the rules that you're <laughs> supposed to. Um, so yeah, I, I need to kind of schedule time to right. actually sit and and write or, you know, tweet or Facebook or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, it, it can be quite difficult. I mean, I, I think I definitely had it in my head that I'd be writing every single day and you know, it's just not like that. You meet people, you get talking, you go to this place, you go to that place. So you have to be pretty fluid, but I think that all helps. You know, it all leads to experiences that you can share with people and hopefully inspire them to kind of do the same thing that you're doing. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is a challenge. It's the time management yeah. aspect, right? <laughs> Definitely. It's like, cause you don't have a boss anymore. Yeah, right. right? You don't have to be, so, you don't have to require, I'm gonna be here at nine o'clock yeah. until five o'clock. Yeah, you have to be very disciplined yeah. at times. But I mean, for sure, there were days when I didn't go anywhere near my laptop. But yeah, yeah it's, um, it's about discipline, so. I feel like for me, it's, it's like the law of inertia. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm in a mode mm-hmm. where I'm working really hard you know, yeah. on, say, music or mm-hmm. the podcast or whatever, like writing also a little mm-hmm. bit, um, if I'm in the zone, yeah. and in it, I will just be on my laptop mm-hmm. and like working, working, working for a really long time. And then I'll kind of stop and say, whoa, yeah. I, I need to just chill out for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then the other way is yeah. if I'm not, if I'm in a <laughs> mode of just hanging out and relaxing, uh, I can get in that mode also where I can't bring myself to start doing some actual work. Yeah, um, I 100% <laughs> agree. I, I don't know if it was a tweet or I saw something that said procrastination is a writer's best friend and it is <laughs> 100% true, you know, it's, you kind of log on and you've got Facebook and Twitter and you can spend like an hour, even two hours doing everything but writing. Yep. <laughs> so it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it works both ways, but yeah, there are times when you get in the zone and you know you have something in you, you want to get it out, and then there are other times when you want to take a break and have a you know a couple of days of just chilling. Yeah. And it's fine to do that. Actually, it's probably a good thing to do that. So. Yeah, I'm a big procrastinator. Also, <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing that didn't change. <laughs> it probably won't. Like since uni or before that, even I was always the one who was. I would wait till the night before any exam yeah. to study or any project or essay was due to to start working on it. Cram. But yeah, in a way, it kind of works though, right? You're more efficient with your time by yeah. procrastinating. I think. I would agree. I would agree. So, so yeah. But Definitely. I guess the key is. You don't want to be inefficient with the time before it. So if I'm procrastinating, I'm working on something, as I'm out and about doing things, mm-hmm. um, then that's good. Although I, I want to avoid procrastinating by being just 
you know, the Facebook trap. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's difficult when you're traveling as well, because obviously a lot of people use Facebook and yeah. stuff to kind of keep in touch. So as soon as you go on the laptop and you open your Facebook, you've got notifications, you've got friends and family messaging you. And so it can be quite difficult, actually, to manage your yeah. time. And, um, and yeah, but it, it's, it's the life that we've chosen to yeah. have at the end of the day. So... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Facebook has become, I think, the de facto way of communicating among oh, yeah, backpackers. Definitely. definitely. Um, it's kind of replaced whatever we used to do, email. Um, I think it was probably like pen and paper. Pen and paper, back at, <laughs> yeah, way back. Um, and it's, it's even trickier, actually, if uh, you're doing promotion kind of yeah. things, right? You're using Twitter and Facebook yeah. to like the social media platforms to mm -hmm. promote a book or a podcast. Yeah. Um, you have to use it, yeah. and then you can get. It's easy to get trapped in. And it is. <laughs> it is. It's it's a massive, vicious circle. Um, yeah, I don't have a, an answer for that. <laughs> I know that I'm 100% guilty of it. Oh, so, I am too. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all are to an extent. Yeah. You know, it's it's you'd figure it out. It all works out at the end of the day. Yeah. And sometimes, uh, some days you're sitting around, like I was today, procrastinating on working on stuff. Uh, dicking around mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden uh, it comes up and say hey Natalie we should do an episode right now <laughs> and then uh, yeah yeah it's pretty random actually but that's a, another great thing about traveling is that you just you go where the flow is yeah exactly and, uh, yeah it's you know back home in London it would I probably wouldn't never have had this kind of conversation yeah. with someone because you just wouldn't start talking in a random way to you know the person next to you whether you kind of know them very well or not so yeah. um yeah it's i i would definitely say that it's um it's been a challenge but 100 percent, it's been probably one of the best things i've ever done actually backpacking so, backpacking yeah. yeah and also you know putting my work out there instead of mm. leaving it on the laptop for yeah. nobody to ever read so um yeah yeah it's both, both i'm guilty of that also yeah, yeah i've like written things and yeah. it's just like I have all this material that's like sitting on my computer and uh -huh. I haven't actually, but I really ought to. You're inspiring me right now. I should get dig <laughs> through this stuff and like, I yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, I dig through it and actually do something with it. Yeah. Right? Um, there's also, I think for some people that want to be a creative type, mm -hmm. maybe there's like a fear also of like. Oh, massively, yeah. massively, because you, you know, you're giving away part of yourself. So especially with writing it you know it can be very emotional sometimes mm. so you're kind of opening yourself up for people to see even if it's pure fiction yeah. it's still you know what's inside your head essentially yeah, it always reads it, it it's exactly. coming out what yeah, your feelings are coming and, out yeah. and you know you're there are so many people doing so many creative things it can be quite scary yeah. trying to put yourself out there with a blog with twitter yeah. or Facebook, podcast, whatever it is. And um, I think a lot of people are scared, but it's really not that scary. Yeah. Well, the other <laughs> thing is, like, for me at least, that's like, I feel like anything creative I start doing, I suck at first. Yeah. You know, like, I, I listened back to episode one of this show. Uh, actually, I, I think it was decent, but I listen, I think right now, mm. I'm happy with where it has come from where we started. Yeah. And so it, it was just a learning process. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't know how to do it podcast mm -hmm. so it was there's this process of learning how to do it mm -hmm. and you know when you first start something any I used to do like sketch comedy also yeah when I was living in Houston mm -hmm. and 
you know, I would get shit for it from my coworkers and whatnot. Like, yeah. oh, like what is this stupid stuff? <laughs> um, and it's really easy for someone who's not doing a creative thing yes. to shit on you for yeah, saying like, oh, is. this is crap. It and then say to yourself, oh, I, if I was going to do that, I would do so much better. Yeah, but it's like, well, okay, then you have to actually do it. You do. Yeah. You do. And, um, but once you do, you don't look back. Exactly. It. So, exactly. you know, it's, for me, it's, um, it's something that I've always done. I've always written, but mm-hmm. it, it, took me very many years to actually do something about it and um, yeah I wouldn't look back now yeah. you know it's um, being an indie author is a great way to be because you can it's not your entire life you can still do other things you're free to go anywhere you want you can work anywhere in right. any country any and it, yeah I think it, um, I think it's just it's like traveling it's yeah. you know you have to break away you have to just make the decision to actually put your foot out there and do it so yeah yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> it is just like that uh, yeah the decision to be an artist yes is like yeah. the decision to go backpacking yeah it is it's like just do it it's yeah. sort of the only way yeah yeah you're you're you know it's both a really scary concept you're kind of delving into something that you don't know um but it's it's something that can never be wrong. I think yeah. you know the decision to put your creative work out there can never be wrong. The decision to book a etiquette to India and see what happens is never going to be the wrong thing yeah. to do unless something unspeakable happens. You know, it's, right. it, and even but that then, can happen in life yeah, in general, it, it right? It can happen like on your doorstep. You yeah, know? you could be so, living in a house with the biggest locks on your doors. Yeah, and and, you know, and then the bus hits you the next so, day or something. Yeah, right. Know? So it's um. Yeah, it's it's been amazing actually, and um, yeah, I, I kind of wish that I could just continue doing it forever. And <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's you're making it that's, happen. That's, I think that's the goal, definitely. That's the goal, but it's you have to kind of do it. Yeah, take the first step. Get yeah, you know, meet meet the right person, or you know, have the right conversation with someone. Listen to a podcast, read a book, watch a TV show, whatever that kind of plants the seed. In yeah, your head. yeah, and then. You just run with it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, and the other piece of that is it's like, you just have to eventually do it. Like Mm -hmm. no matter, you can do as much as you want to prepare for it. Read all the books, other people's books and listen to other people's shows or whatever. But at the end of the day, like how do you learn how to do something? Well, you get out there and make it happen. Yeah. So you put a book on Amazon and you see how it does. Yeah. And then you get to another one. Yeah. And you keep going. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) It's it's just like that. It is that simple. I mean, the process was not um, completely smooth. There were a lot of things like you that I had to learn along the way. Um, But actually, it was just a case of uploading my book to Amazon and pressing publish. Yeah. It was surprisingly easy is it that is it pretty easy to get a book on amazon yeah it is i mean it's free you don't pay for anything um and you do you literally upload your book and your your cover and your your blurb and everything else and i i guess the hardest bit is formatting but it Mm. even does that amazon like handles that yeah so it it is i'm like picking your brain right now yeah it's very very easy i mean I, i think i the process of actually uploading it probably took about a day and a half yeah. Which is not that long, if you think about it. It's like a day and a half out of your life. Right. So, um, yeah, for me, it was very easy. Um, at the moment, it, I'm not on, you know, Kobo or Nuke or uh, iTunes or anything as yet, but I can't speak for those. Um, but mm. Amazon was, was fairly easy, and it's, you know, 
again, there are millions of indie authors out there, and yeah. I kind of thought, well, if so, indie being like it, a freelance author, yeah, yeah. basically, okay. it's um, you know, you have indie authors who self-publish, um, and generally they do their own editing or they hire an editor, and you know, they do the same for book covers, and there are a lot of them, and it's one of those things where if these people are doing it, then I can do it as well yeah. you know I've got a brain <laughs> exactly. somewhere up there so, if people um, are doing it yeah. yeah it's it's not as scary as, as as people think it's just one of those things you have to sit and just kind of yeah. read about it a little bit and then just do it so, yeah yeah so how does that work Amazon gets like a cut of yeah um, what you sell they do and uh, so I mean depends what country you're in and um, what marketplace you want to put it on if it's amazon.co.uk or .com or whatever um, but the the average royalty is seventy percent of of whatever you, you get seventy percent or Amazon. Yeah, okay. I do. So Which it's similar is, to what iTunes has. I yeah, think, for music, and actually, right? it's it's um it's a pretty good deal. I yeah. mean, um, I came close to being traditionally published, mm. and now I kind of think it was maybe a blessing in disguise that I didn't oh. eventually get that contract because you know I, I can do things the way I want to. Yeah. I can do it at my own pace you know I think if my book had been picked up then I probably would have found it quite difficult right. to be backpacking you have less freedom deadlines and you know all yeah. that kind of stuff so it becomes a job instead of something creative that you just want to share right yeah right. so uh, yeah it's um, it's not for everyone like you do have to be dedicated to yeah, it you know the, the self promotion itself is just it's never full-time ending. Job. It's a full-time <laughs> job, you know. You and there are times when you're you're traveling and you don't have reliable Wi-Fi or you have no internet at all and you know no three G signal or whatever and and it can be very difficult. Mm. It's you know it's a lot like Twitter. Yeah. It's real time. So if you drop off for a while, then you notice that your sales are dropping off. Then. Yeah. So it's finding that like happy kind yeah. of medium between the two. This is why I keep getting stuck in Chiang Mai. Actually, <laughs> this is like the exact reason. Yeah, the it's uh, pretty. They've got the hookup. Here, exactly. That's for sure. it's, it's like everything I could want yeah. in like a, a city. It's got yeah. the amenities. I mean, it's got high speed internet. Yeah. Um, and I've got all. Oh, it's clean and it nice is, and yeah. it's interesting place. Yeah. Yet it's still really cheap mm -hmm. um, and it's I mean it's got I don't know everything that I could want for in a place I'd want to live yeah which I'm thinking about moving here uh, yeah. for a longer period at some point not just living in guest houses maybe actually rent a proper yeah, apartment yeah. here or I maybe mean, I could just live here in guest houses too it's a very <laughs> cool place and um, I think that for me it was a kind of last minute decision to come to Thailand mm. um, the plan was to stay in India until June when my visa ran out but mm. um, I decided to come here to do Thai massage course, which was uh, amazing. Probably one of the best things I've yeah. done. Yeah. So you're like uh, cranking people's backs around and all this. Yeah, kind of. It's um, it's traditional Thai yoga yeah. massage, so it's it's quite active at times. Um, but it, you know, like I, the day that I arrived here and I, I booked into the guest house, I made about fifteen friends yeah. who, you know, we just hung out for the next two weeks. And it was amazing. And, you know, I just think, I, you know, you, you speak to parents and sometimes I say, oh, I can't imagine never having my child. And I just think I can't imagine never having come here and, yeah. and having the experiences that I've had, meeting the people and, you know, or anything that people tell you to kind of put you off traveling should not be 
taken very strongly. Yeah, I exactly. Think, because it, everyone has a different experience, but I think most people, especially the people that I've met along the way and, and here in Chiang Mai, um, they all seem to be in agreement that it's like, you know, a, a pretty cool thing to do yeah. meeting random people and having conversations and yeah yeah like it's um it's been awesome no, it's I'm, been absolutely <laughs> awesome <laughs> I, obviously I love it too because yeah. you know here I have been at it now for like eight months and yeah. it's like oh, I still don't feel like stopping this yeah <laughs> I mean that's yeah I don't feel like stopping but I, yeah. I will be very shortly so yeah 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 I'll be I'll be back in London in like three or four days okay so um but it's been you know I've been away since the beginning of January now so um, I am sort of ready yeah. to see my friends and family and whatever else. And it has been amazing. And I think um, now I kind of need a little bit of time just to decompress a bit right. and kind of take in everything that's, that's happened. Because it's been just intense the whole time. Even the chilled out days have been intense. Yeah. So um, sort of dense. It is, it really is, you know, like just reflecting on, on things that have happened, it's a life-changing experience at the end of the day, so yeah, you kind of have to um, allow yourself the time, I guess, to just reflect on, you know, everything that's happened, so yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, so are you intending on uh, staying in London now for some time, or hitting um, the road again? I'm not sure, I've, I mean, I've got work to go back to, and um I know that I'll be away in, in sort of early August mm. for a while to do a Vipassana meditation ah, in Spain. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that would be very did one cool. of those in India. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I know that I'll have like a, a, a break away from work, although I wouldn't right. call it a holiday. Um, but I think um, at some point in the autumn I'll, I'll be heading over to Spain to, to see my best friend who just moved out there with her family. And um, in France, I've got a lot of, of friends in France. And actually, when I was in France last summer, I met these people, these musicians, and they were just awesome. Yeah. And, you know, they, they travel a lot. And I just had some amazing conversations. And, you know, one of them just said, you should just come to Goa. And it was like... Okay. <laughs> oh, that's how you ended up in Goa. Yeah, oh, that's okay. how I ended up in in Goa and and eventually here. Um, Which uh, beach were you? Here. I was in Arambol. Oh, I was also in Arambol. Yeah, yeah. A couple times. Uh, yeah, I was there. <laughs> Although I was there last year. Uh, oh, okay. September through like December. Oh, so I was yeah. in India and Goa, the beginning and the end of that. Yeah, oh no, too. I was there January through to uh, March. Yeah. So you were in Goa the whole. I was in Goa um, for. Yeah, from January to March, um, essentially just with my friends, <laughs> being a little bit of a groupie, I guess, right. um, going to their, their concerts and just relaxing, you know, like I've, I've been working straight from schools, I've been working for like 15, 16 years, and obviously you take holidays, but, you know, because I'd left my job, I wanted to just kind of have some time to just... Yeah. just be and see you know oh, what happened and it, Goa is a very good place to do that mm. it's very chilled it's very um there's so many different things that you can get into yeah. like I, I learned hula hooping I um I got into massage there just had really random conversations and and um so it was nice and then so I was there for most of the time and then uh, I went to Bundi in Rajasthan ah, cool. for um a couple of weeks afterwards which was amazing um, and then Delhi, and then 
Chiang Mai. Decided it was time for Thailand. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was. Uh, I'd met a few people who had been to this massage school and who uh, recommended okay. it and everything, and it was more in tune to what I was feeling at the mm. time. So that's the other great thing about traveling is that it's you know you don't have to plan. Exactly. Or you actually, I don't think you should plan mm -hmm. everything. Agreed. You know, it, you kind of the more flexible you are, the more you open yourself to things. And yeah, yeah, it's that would be my number one golden rule is. Don't plan too much. I Just couldn't get agree there more. and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I avoid plans like the plague. Yeah, um, I never used to actually. I used oh, to yeah, micro same. plan everything, but it's so much more fun this way. Oh yeah, <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen. Like yeah, you know you. I, actually, the first time I came to Chiang Mai in mm -hmm. January, um, so I flew in. I came from India also to Thailand. Yeah. When I my visa in India expired early January. Okay. So I flew to Bangkok, met up with my cousin. Mm -hmm. um, and we pretty much straight away went to Chiang Mai because he had already been in Bangkok for a okay. week. Um, and going into it, I've always had this like aversion to cities. Mm -hmm. when I've been, since I've been traveling, I okay. much prefer the more chilled out kind of spots. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I don't want to stay in Chiang Mai. Mm -hmm. um, no way. I, we're going to have to go immediately to Pai, wow. get out of here. And then I got here and I was like, whoa, yeah. this is not what I expected. No. This is like nothing at all like a city so it's just very walkable and yes, it's just like it all is. this art and creative energy yeah. everywhere yeah i've got um i can work really uh nice from here and it's a really nice place it and is. then that was the first time i got stuck in chiang mai <laughs> until my cousin like just took the initiative and he's like dude we're going to pi tomorrow i booked us a bus it's happening and it's like okay so we went to pi but then once i came back it was like oh i'm gonna get back to chiang mai and go right down to the south and nope mm -hmm stayed here till my visa expired and <laughs> it's like you never know what's gonna happen and if I had plans yeah you know I would have yeah. been like I you know wouldn't have been able to say be flexible like that yeah and stay there and then again actually came but swung back into Chiang Mai for song cron yeah um, wow great song crazy as we called it song crazy yeah <laughs> I and I you know I and by the okay so folks we talked about this in other episodes but if you haven't heard, heard uh, the previous episodes we talked about Songkran is the Thai New Year yeah where they have this massive water fight for four or five days yeah. in Chiang Mai um, upcoming episode actually has many uh, people's stories okay. from uh, Songkran yeah. so folks can be on look up for that um, but I, I came back for that and yeah. thought after Songkran was over I was thinking all right no leaving Chiang Mai mm -hmm. going to go south finally I've been in Thailand for a month and a half, and I haven't seen anything south of Bangkok. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to, ba I'm going, taking a bus to Bangkok tonight, then going to the islands. Nope, it's two <laughs> weeks later, and still sucked into Chiang Mai. <laughs> That's, but that is just the 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 most awesome thing about traveling is that you don't have to like the only pressure that you've got it kind of comes from yourself yeah unless you've you know you you have got a really tight schedule and you've got your flights booked or buses booked or whatever and sometimes a place just kind of pulls you in and it and it keeps you there and you you want to kind of spend as much time as possible yeah. because the people that you're meeting and I think Chiang Mai is um for for meeting people it's an awesome place yes. it's you know you just yeah. you can't not meet people so you know I, I was very sort of kind of worried about you know I'm gonna come here and I'm gonna be on my own and you know who am I gonna speak to I'm just gonna be really lonely reading my Kindle and <laughs> I couldn't 
you know, it couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. It's um, it's a really cool place to just hang out. There's some really, really cool little spots. Yeah. The Jazz Cafe at Northgate is really awesome. And, you know, Warm-Up Cafe. There's just so many little places. And you don't find out about those if you're being inflexible. Yeah. You just kind of go where you go where the flow goes. Exactly. Yeah. And the people got me, big part of what got me trapped here. Because I yeah. would be hanging out with a group of people. And I was thinking to myself every time like, these people are leaving, okay, it's time for me to leave. Mm. But by the time the group I was hanging out with left, I've now kind of started to meet some other group of people. Same. And I end up, oh, I'm going to stay and hang out with these guys. Yeah, and by yeah. the time they leave, there's some new people that come in. And yeah. so it's like this uh, recurring cycle of, oh, I'm just yeah, keep meeting cool people, is. cool people. It's like traveling, though, still. But in the, instead of, I'm, instead of uh, you know, me physically re- relocating mm-hmm. to a new place, new people, the new people just kind of come to me now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. It's, um, you know, I because, I, as I say, when I first got here, we just had an, an awesome group of people. It, you know, we were different ages, different nationalities, different languages, but we all just kind of gelled and had an, yeah. an awesome time. And after Songkran, a lot of people eventually moved on. And it was a little bit like, oh, you know, my career's kind of disappeared and what am I going right. to do now? But, you know, like now I've I've met you guys and... So you do, you just, I think it's, you know, we're kind of used to going to school and, you know, having the same group of friends mm. and maybe keeping in touch with them afterwards. And, and then you've got your, you know, your friends from maybe from where you grew up or your work friends and stuff. And actually, I, it's very hard to meet people back home. You know, you, you, you meet because you, you know each other in some kind of way. And that's what I've loved about traveling is that you just meet people it's yeah. you don't even have to try you yeah. know you, I think you, you have, I think you have to go out of your way not to meet people it's it, true. instead of the other way around it's so true. you know and yeah it's <laughs> it, um it also doesn't help the procrastinating thing it doesn't help because <laughs> I'll, I'll like I'll bring my laptop out to the common area here it's like oh I'm just gonna work from out yeah. here and then next thing I know I start talking to somebody I've gotten no work done because I'm now chatting with yeah. someone well uh, that was me yesterday you know yeah. I kind of thought I'm just gonna sit here and plow through some stuff and it's like okay we'll go for dinner and it, oh okay yeah you know it's it's just it, it can be difficult but <laughs> I think it's you know, it's it's just one of those things where if you if you don't do it, and I guess it's just like life, really. You can sit yeah. in front of your computer and get your work done, but actually you don't live your life like that. It's yeah. when you just kind of go and do things. And you know, the, exactly. the work will be there when you, you get back. It's yeah, not work going still, anywhere, yeah. so. It's the balance, I think. Yeah, it's, it's just a, balancing it's act. You want to be like... Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You need to get stuff done yeah. at the same time. It's like, <laughs> but don't lose sight of the whole reason I quit my job to go backpacking yes. in the first place, which yeah. was so I could enjoy my life now. So I am still, there's that part of me, I'm ambitious and I want, yeah. I just drive and I want to make this succeed, all these little creative yeah. endeavors. But, you know, I don't want to lose sight of the fact, I don't want to trade one, one kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, working, working, working for a different kind. Yeah. Uh, you can, because your own business can do that to you also. Yeah, um, I, I, I definitely felt that for a time in Goa actually because um, I think I, I published my book after about six weeks of being there and those six weeks were pretty intense sort of going backwards and forwards with my editor who is in the States and um, the lady who designed my book cover who is in, I think she's in Abu Dhabi or maybe Qatar, I'm not sure. And, um, you know, different time zones, trying to speak with people and then, you know, having to go through and do all this editing and stuff. And 
you know, I'd go and sit in a cafe all day and I'd just be ploughing through yeah. it. And there were times when I thought, man, I'm missing out on stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, I could go on the scooter and go for a ride up to, you know, this beach or I could go to this market or whatever. And it it does it does strike a, a balance and mm. you're right. You, you can probably swing into the, the other way of thinking. And that's why I, I just took a week off. I just thought, okay, I need to just yeah, not be not on the laptop. It didn't quite work. <laughs> um, I was still on the laptop, but it was a lot less. Right. So, so yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a balance. It Delicate is a balance. balance. It is a balance. <laughs> it, you know, like, otherwise it just isn't fun anymore for me. So, yeah, and that's yeah. the, the whole thing. Obviously like you, you know, I want to be successful and eventually I would love to, um, be able to just travel and, and write and only kind of do something else if I feel like I need to do it for, for, for whatever reason. Um, but at the same time, I don't want it to rule my life. Exactly. Like, I want to be quite flexible with it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to, I guess we've been rolling for ah, 30 some minutes. Yeah. I'm going to ask you, um, the, the question we ask our guests at the end okay. of shows, that's easy though. <laughs> um, what's something you'd like to do before you die? Ooh. It could be next week or it could be next year, oh, whatever. I really hope it's not next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God, that's a really tough question. I don't know. I really don't know. I think um, my, my perspective on things has changed a lot in the last sort of six months. So um, before it would have been, I want to have a book published. Mm. Well, I've done oh, that. So that. I've, I've accomplished that. That's one Guys, off the bucket list. Um, but uh, uh, hey, we're uh, we'll get back with you in a minute. In the yeah. middle of recording a show. Two oh. seconds. <laughs> uh, those are our neighbors. Yeah. This is what um, happens. Yeah. Neighbors gonna walk <laughs> and say, "Hey." <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe I would like to. Um, learn some more languages actually um, I want to be fluent in French which I'm about halfway there I guess yeah, I've heard you speaking some yeah, French yeah, around yeah. Uh, so we've got a lot of actually French folks in yeah, this yeah. Uh, particular it's guest house it's been awesome for, for that I think just I want to travel more and uh, I want to have more experiences I want to write more I don't think there's one thing in yeah. particular that's you know oh my god I really want to do this before yeah. I drop off this mortal <laughs> coil <laughs> yeah <laughs> Those are all good things, though, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just, like, you know. I want to do the language thing. Actually, speaks to me also, as I I would like to being born in an English speaking country. It's very right? difficult. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Sort of. It's so easy for us because uh -huh. we can go around and pretty much anywhere in the world we go, we can find a way to communicate. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's a curse because it, it's so easy. So yeah. you Don't as easily learn other languages. It's so, not easy. But I also yeah. Traveling makes it so much easier. Yeah. I think it'll be like when I do say live in some other country for an extended period so if i do end up moving here to chiang mai for example mm -hmm. i would have, i would like take time i've been picking up a little bit from locals yeah. i've met along the way but i think the really way i'm going to take some proper classes and yeah. learn some more thai or if i end up say in china or mm -hmm. taiwan or something learn some mandarin yeah. but wherever i end up i think at some point soon i'll settle quote unquote settle uh -huh. by settle i mean a few months yeah, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to a few weeks um but when I do that, I think that'd be a good time yeah. to learn a language. It's a good way to do it, for yeah. sure. Well, you're for immersed sure. in it. Yeah, exactly. Know. So, yeah, traveling <laughs> is, is, is 
the way to do it. You know, yeah. you'll pick up interesting languages that you probably, or, you know, you may not have been interested in before. Yeah. So um, it's and it's all good fun. You know, it's it's just don't take anything too seriously. You know, yeah. you're gonna make mistakes. Just make them. Yeah. Generally, the other person thinks it's quite cute when you make, do that. So yeah. <laughs> make mistakes and forgive yourself. Exactly. That's, which exactly. is general for life. I think. Exactly. One hundred percent. Sweet. Um, your book. Yes. Is called what did I, I had it on here? Oh, Together Apart. Yes. All right. And you are on Amazon. I am. So uh, what what I'll do is I'll throw a, a link onto our uh, page here. So awesome. folks listening, if you want to check out Natalie's book, yeah. it's uh, Together Apart. Mm-hmm. I'll throw it on the Walking the Earth podcast uh, Facebook page. We've got a tab there called Support the Show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have an affiliate link with Amazon and we okay. get like a small... We'll get a small commission. So you'll support Natalie, yeah. support Walking the Earth podcast. Support um, around. Support everybody, yeah. <laughs> so check out the Support the Show tab on uh, our Facebook page. I'll also just post a link on our wall yeah. for Together Apart. Sweet. Um, yeah, check it out. Natalie, thanks a whole bunch. Thank you. For talking it's on this little awesome. thing. It's been awesome. Yeah. It's been really, really awesome. A nice way to say goodbye to Chiang Mai. Yeah, awesome. yeah. And uh, on to the next adventure. On to the next adventure, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Well, thank you folks for tuning in to this episode of Walking the Earth Podcast. Uh, I am Mike Margulies signing off from Chiang Mai, Thailand.